all, I am Daniel Leakes, and welcome to Abstract Essay. Abstract Essay is a book magazine that I created that talks about the mystery of the universe through digital abstract painting. Each of those books magazine talks about dark matter, dark energy, black hole, supernova, solar system, and a lot more. And today, I have my special guest and my only guest. <laughs> yep, yep. yep. <laughs> no other than Mr. Freaky. <laughs> no longer special. I'm just a guest. <laughs> Special guest <laughs> and my only guest, Mr. Fiki. It's me again. Hello. <laughs> okay, Mr. Fiki. What paintings of yours? What are we gonna talk about today? Today we're gonna talk about one of my older paintings from March. This is a painting of a type of fantasy character with like bone armor, presumably from like killing a dragon or something because it's got spikes and a, and a very uh, pointy thing, scales on his back and stuff. And just, this is just a, a piece I wanted to do because I was inspired by dark fantasy from games like uh, Dark Souls and Elden Ring recently that I wanted to draw this and make it seem like he's going into a big battle in some kind of lava cave. This was uh, this year, 2022, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. 2022. So the recent one. Is is this one of your favorite paintings of yours? I think it's one of my more most experimental paintings because I've never I never draw armor like this. And it's like uh, designing armor is a lot more different than I would than I thought so it's it's, it's experimental <laughs> <laughs> you know what uh, my kids love your uh, paintings I showed to them and said wow that's Mr. <laughs> Fiki uh, painting said yes and they love it because they love manga <laughs> oh yeah yes. maybe uh, I should draw more manga why this painting of yours is experimental this is like uh, my first time, like properly, like trying to incorporate the character into the background. Usually, I just draw the character first and do whatever is the background. But this one, I like thought about it beforehand. Like, oh, I want to have this character in some kind of cave with some kind with this orange lighting from the right or left side of him, as and illuminating his side, and it's playing a bit with the perspective because you see his back foot is also like on a higher plane because that's how the angle would look like if he's actually there so this is a very new thing for me to try out i did it i think yes i agreed because uh i observe all the paintings of yours on your instagram it's something this is unique and different mm -hmm. And and it took a long time. That's why it's, I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so how many uh, weeks you did this one? This is probably like a full week of like sketching and like fixing it because it used to be I had him holding the sword with one hand or both hands, but 
but then it looked like he had broken body, <laughs> so <laughs> I made him have the shield instead. Is it hard to do this kind of painting? Uh, yeah, uh, because especially like for me, getting the textures of the cave and the rocks was really hard. That's why I use a method known as photo bashing, where I like put an, the texture of rocks as the ground and sort of manipulated it with the pen with the paint tool and stuff like that. So that's why the, the ground looks a lot more realistic than usually. That's true. Mm -hmm. So if you want to uh, give title of this painting of yours, what is it? Um, maybe entering the dragon's lair or something. Wow. So. Dragon. <laughs> Oops. So what series that you inspired of doing this? This is inspired by Dark Souls and Elden Rings. They're games that are known for being like the most hardest games ever because oh, wow. of how the difficult the bosses in this game are. And in, in these games, you fight in like dark fantasy worlds where it's just caves, monsters, sword and shield, magic, stuff like that. So what will be the power of this man? I think maybe it's like uh, in the middle of the game still. So he's not very strong, but he's got this, the armor set. Yes. Yeah, he's it, he's fairly strong. Yeah. Is that Excalibur? <laughs> the sword Excalibur. <is> <laughs> That's the only way I know how to draw swords. <laughs> That's why it's like that. <laughs> so what is the purpose of uh, the armor? It's like you are painting uh, like 18th century, right? Because they're using that for, you know, for uh, protect their body in, in the battle, right? Yeah, it's protect against uh, arrows, uh, slashes and stuff like that. Yes. doesn't really protect against dragon that much, but, you know. So the game is all about uh, slaying dragons? Uh, dragons. Um, I'm trying to think of like big monsters. I can't. I, I played it. I played one of the games for a while, but I was really bad at it, so I didn't. <laughs> so I didn't play it that much. So discontinue. But, <laughs> but you played like skeleton monsters and stuff. You know, there's a lot, a lot of monsters from fantasy. Yeah. So if you will do again a painting like this, what will be uh, your next uh character i can maybe do this this same character too but like in like a different armor set maybe or maybe it's like after the battle he's got new armor <laughs> maybe that'd be kind of cool actually i, didn't, I actually might want to do that sometime for this character again mm, yes hmm. so if you do redo it again these paintings of yours after five years what uh, what will be the modification you want to i want to designed armor better because it's kind of it's my first time my, my first attempt at uh doing this armor i don't like the sort of belt strap he has connecting his <laughs> his upper pieces yes but i do like the mesh the chain mesh he has there i will keep that kind of thing i like that so how many colors do you think how did you use 
in these paintings of yours? Well, the colors in this one actually pretty simple. It's just uh, gray, dark, a redder tone, and then a dark gray tone. But I changed it up a little bit by make, having half of it illuminated by the orange. So it's kind of got an orangey tint on it. And yes. the backside is a lot more darker because it's shot in the shade. Yeah. Do you think that uh, this painting is one of your favorite or top five paintings of yours? I would say top six. Oh, wow. <laughs> top six. <laughs> <laughs> I have things I like about this, but things like I think I've done better in other paintings. Like just how I think the, I think the head's like too high. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like it's <laughs> being your top six of this painting of yours. If you rate it one to ten, where is it? Maybe seven, seven, seven and a half, maybe. Yeah, seven and a half. Yeah, for me, for me, if I will rate this painting of yours eight. Mm. Oh wow! Yes, because it's hard to, uh, you know, the 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 background itself. The, the lightings, the orange thing. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's hard to do that. It's like, it's, it's like a cave, right? <laughs> yeah. So what will be your advice for the first timer that who inspiring to be a painter? Uh, what is your basic advice for them? Um, plan out the type of lighting you want to have in your pieces before you start coloring. Like I had this orange background and I knew I wanted to have from the beginning and it made it easier so in, knowing that I would want to have the orange later on. So I just uh, shaded it how I wanted it and then put orange over it. And just having that sort of in your mind will make it easier and how to plan your lighting and shading later on. Yeah. Uh, also with the remember that light interacts with the background like the bottom the light doesn't show uh, past his legs because his legs create the shadow but it shows in between his legs there creating the orangey ground there yes and i think you know paintings and writing is the same as i guess because i'm on my book 101 review I uh, I did interview one of the writers of Trilogy Book and he's saying that, what did you learn from this book? And he said, you need to have plan before you do writings. And the same with paintings, right? You need to have plan. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the basic uh, basic formula in, in everything you do. You need to have a plan first to you so that you will be succeed. Yeah, and have a clear idea of what you want to do, and then later on you can execute it, and then already have all the planning and stuff done. It makes it easier. Yes, that's be awesome. And uh, what else you can say about this painting, Mister Freaky? I like the the what is it? The helmet he has. It's uh, like a like a skeleton of his previous enemy or something, and has. Uh, what is it? Horns poking out. Yes, and this reminds me of this uh, mini comic I made back in high school, <laughs> where it's about this basically a skeleton character making friends with the cat. 
uh, sort of just did the, did the sort of same design as his head uh, as a memory from myself. Yeah. If you compare this painting of yours from your top one paintings, which is more difficult to do? Uh, definitely this one. <laughs> because back then I was, it was for like a, a project in, in school. Yes. And I was like, I was like creating like a mini comic or something. But it, it was really bad <laughs> because I yeah. didn't know what I was doing, how to draw anything. So the cat looks like, uh, like I don't know, like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> like <Sorry>. a rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very weirdly shaped rock. A really shaped cat, I mean. Yeah. So do you think when you're doing this painting, you already consider yourself as a pro or uh, still in the middle? I I'd probably say sem semi. Okay. I, well, I can only call myself pro if I actually sell art. <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't sell art yet. <laughs> if you're doing something that, or painting, or doing any kind of art, for you that is perfect, right? Mm -hmm. For me, even it's like something that you say it's a rock, but you did it in in in. Uh, for me, that's that's my best when I'm doing it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But I think there is also categorized for 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 being an artist mm -hmm. yeah I would, I would agree there's like the beginner there's the journey journeyman that's not really yes. applied to journeyman, like for, for... journeyman yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they become professional because you can see their obra maestra it's really uh one of a kind leonardo da vinci to michelangelo uh, at the time, I read the book uh, saying that when they're doing, they have a rival between my uh, Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo, and which is better in terms of painting. And mm -hmm. it so happened that uh, Leonardo da Vinci is more just like Mona Lisa. It's it's something. It's real, right? It, mm -hmm. it compared to Michelangelo. Uh, the paintings, it's different style too, but Leonardo da Vinci is more famous in terms of paintings that he did than yeah. Michelangelo. There's like a difference because uh, da Vinci did like real people, I think, and then scientific stuff. Then Michelangelo did sort of like religious yeah. yes. paintings. Yeah. Religious paintings, yes. They are yeah. both good in painting in in their own uh, this field, but they mm -hmm. have different style of techniques. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Just like you, what what do you think? What kind of techniques you're using in painting? I use a lot of heavy line art. Uh, I use cell shading, which is like sort of how they sh shade anime, kind of. So... I think yeah. if you are an artist who dis who are if you observe in everything uh, they mm. do, let's say put your name, I said definitely. Oh, this is for Frutsky because they know it. There's a certain style that you are doing that identified your work, right? 
Yeah. Are you doing that to your uh, paintings right now? I think you can see the the trend in my in my recent paintings where I'm sort of I have a lot more cleaner line art and the shading is a lot more interesting to look at and the, everything's in the picture is dynamic now where like traveling flames traveling flowers yes. uh, yeah I think there's a certain style I'm creating right now that's interesting to look at doing painting is the same as uh, writing a novel or writing a book because according to the people that I interviewed that writing book they said uh, and those people are, are reading lots of books they said once they read uh, the first paragraph of their uh, books they said oh this is the style of this author they named the person because of the styles same mm -hmm. with the paintings right yes of course if you see like art of uh, DC or uh, like Robin from DC comics comics yeah there's just there's this one artist called Gabriel Piccolo or something like that where he's like very famous for drawing the Teen Titans in like uh very human ways where they're like okay where they're like doing laundry or something or just like hanging out it's like really popular who are the painters that you inspired you the most in your painting there's actually this uh, artist called Parallel He's uh, let me see what he's from. They're from, I don't know what the flag is. <laughs> they're they're an Instagram. <laughs> they're they're an Instagram artist that's like really famous for really interesting and dy uh modern anime art on Instagram. Yes, it's uh like very stylistic, very vibrant colors. I think it's very inspiring to look at this kind of art. So, what emotion? is uh inspired you when you're painting is it happy sad or angry or lonely it's usually out of excitement i think is the best one for me or if i draw something i'm excited about just a lot like i'm writing a love letter or something you know <laughs> uh, usually i sort of try to go with colors that like say i'm going red and then on the color wheel directly across, I would go for like something that's like in a blur tone because that's like how colors are like attractive to look at if it's like across from each other on the on the color wheel. Yeah. So that's what I kind of try to keep in mind a lot of the times when I'm shading like backgrounds and stuff. Like I choose a color so I would make it synergize as well with the color of the character I'm making. Yeah. Okay. Um, for now, it's pretty much hobby because <laughs> I have a hard time getting time to do it. <laughs> yes, yeah. definitely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Fiki, where people can see your paintings? You can see my paintings on Fruitskew, F-R-U-I-T-S-K-U-E on Instagram and TikTok. Last week, we shout out to the people listening to us, all these old countries that listening to us. I did uh, 10 to 20, right? Yep. So let's start with 21 to 30. And thank you for listening to my podcast at number 21, Austria. Thank you, Austria, for... Thank you.
being part of this podcast. Number 22, Poland. Wow, we're going Europe. <laughs> oh, wow, worldwide podcast. Yeah, all the way <laughs> to Europe at number 23, Indonesia. Wow. <laughs> kabar, kabar. Terima kasih banyak. <laughs> <laughs> Right at number 24, Norway. Thank you, Norway. You're such a beautiful country, especially summer. <laughs> You've been there? Norway, yes. The fjord, oh. the mountains, uh, the falls. You need to go there, Mr. Fiki, to visit Norway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll think about it. Yeah, no, don't think about it. You should go. <laughs> just okay. like you're going, uh, just like Alaska. At number 25, Sweden. Oh, Scandinavian country. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank nice. you, Sweden. At number 26, Belgium. Thank you so much, Belgium. Let's go to Middle East. At number 27, Kuwait. Thank oh. you so much, Kuwait. Assalamualaikum. <laughs> At number 28, they're hosting a FIFA Cup today. Oh, Qatar. Oh, <laughs> World, World Cup sponsor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> World Cup is At number 29, let's go to Asia. Taiwan. Thank you so much, Taiwan. And of course, at number 30, Colombia. Oh, Russia nice. Stados. <laughs> But thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Thank you, Mr. Fiki, for your time. Thank you for having me. Let's yep. support Mr. Fiki when the book will publish. Okay, people. More to come, people. See you soon.